Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up! It's up! It's up! It's up! It's up! It's up! Champions Extra, I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit, been on Twitter. I told you these were coming. Bradley Sal is now expanding his role. Bryson Hurst, a four-star offensive lineman, according to 247 Sports, committed to Ole Miss on Wednesday. Brad, what's up, Ben? How you doing? What's up, Ben? How's it going? Good, man. Bryson Hurst commits to Ole Miss. You've actually watched the film already. You have a breakdown. The quick skinny on Bryson Hurst is what? Yeah, man. I mean, he obviously what 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 I think's really neat about him is um, he has a ton of offers. So he 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 is he is a very talented, um, you know, highly touted player, which is really cool to see Ole Miss and go in and get a four star offensive lineman that that has all the offers that he has. Uh, one thing that really stands out to me is a really massive frame, man. And for a high school kid coming into college with a frame um, that big, that that's always encouraging. It's not one of those kids who has to gain weight. Um, you know, kind of develop into a tackle. This dude is is actually the opposite. He's a big old dude, um, very very long arm guy. And when you watch it, watching this film, um, you know, there's a quite quite a few things that pop out. Um, I, I think he he's got really long arms. He's got a pretty solid punch. Um, and, and once he touches you, I mean, for, for the most part, you know, it's pretty effortless. Once once he kind of somebody runs into him or he gets his hands on him, you know, people don't really people don't really escape this guy. He's a pretty massive guy. Um, that you know, they don't separate well from him, and, and, and he can and he can move, and um, you know moves pretty well, and moves in a bend. Um, he sh- shows good ability um, to 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 move his feet, and, and this is both sides too. Well, another thing that's really encouraging that that I like to look at is, hey, what all positions is he playing? Um, you know, on his film, and he is playing right and left tackle, which is really good for a guy that young. Um, you know, to be playing both sides because you don't want to be one sided um, where you can't add any versatility in that sense because. You know, when he gets to college, obviously he'll be he'll be moved all over. But which I thought was really cool. If, if I'm looking at some, if I'm looking at some things that that maybe maybe for him to improve on. Um, you know, I, I think I think he plays pretty raw overall. Looking at his film, but what I mean by raw is, hey, his, his footwork um, isn't always perfect. It, you know, you can tell he needs to be coached up in the footwork sense. And then at times, you know, he's a tall guy. I, I, I've dealt with this before. I know, I know what what he deals with now. When you're six 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 seven. You know, you can always play a little lower. So I, I think he'll, you know, once he gets to college, he'll realize that um, you have to play a little lower at times. Although he does, he kind of, kind of switches on off. And then, then if you look at him on film, man, I mean, it looks really easy to him right now. I think that, um, you know, he could probably finish a little bit better. But at the same time, he's such a big dude and he dominates dudes. So I mean, there's only so much he can do out there at the level he's at. But I think he can play play a little bit harder. But but he's one of those dudes um, that I see has massive upside. I mean, if you, if you look at a, a guy that comes in with a frame like that, a build like that, um, I, I think the upside's massive. If I had to do a player comparison for him, I would say from an Ole Miss player, you can think like a John Jerry would be a ceiling. Like John's a similar kind of guy, big, massive body, but very athletic and, and can kind of really do some cool things with his feet. 
Um, NFL style, I think Orlando Brown. Um, I think he's probably a little bit smaller than Orlando Brown, but he's he's kind of that style, one of those dudes who just so big that, you know, it, once he kind of puts it all together, um, his his you know the complete package can be pretty scary, and and you're not running around this dude or through this dude. So, um, yeah, I, I think he's a great prospect, um, massive upside here, uh, definitely a good get for the Ole Miss staff. He's the 11th commitment for Ole Miss for the class of 2022. The fourth four-star prospect from Gautier, Mississippi, ranked as the number 322 player in the country according to the industry-generated 247 sports composite in the number eight prospect in Mississippi. Offensive linemen, especially coming out of high school, have a really hard time contributing in year one unless you're a special-type prospect like a Laramie Tunsil, like a Michael Orr, but even Mike. It took him a couple of games to get into the lineup, and once he did, it was a guard. John Jerry went to Hargrave, then he came to Ole Miss, and he was a starter. So if a player like him, coming out of high school, has got the tools, very toolsy, very athletic, if he wants to make an impact in year one, being a former offensive lineman, how do you do that? So it's just going to be a matter of how how well he picks up the techniques that he needs to fix to be a serviceable player, You know, whether it be leaning, playing lower. Um, yeah, and I think you're right. I, I do see him being a potential guard to start. But he has athleticism to um, to play either one. And what's cool about a guy like that is, you know, you, you start working him out a certain way. You start really working on his footwork, you know, how to, how, to, how to shoot your hands, how not to lean. And then he becomes an even better athlete because he's being more efficient in his movements. And um, so, so, so that, that, that way, you, you know, you know he could be a potential tackle, you know, as he starts to develop. But, yeah, if you want to come in and contribute right away, it's just going to be a matter of how you pick up, um, you know, the things you need to pick up. And it's a matter of how you handle the physicality of the older guys. And, um, you know, he's certainly one of those kids who looks like he, he's going to be fine physically. It's just a matter of, of developing and how quickly some guys catch on right away and they become absolute studs. Happens all the time, and some guys take a little longer. Um, but he certainly has all the tools. When you're out looking for an O-lineman and, and you look at a guy that's six, 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 seven, 320 pounds already, probably a little bit bigger than that, honestly, just looking at the film. Um, you know, that's one of those guys, man, you, you just look at him as, I mean, you, you really want to mold a guy like this. And it, it, it could happen fast. It could happen slow. But a guy with this kind of athleticism could be, um, you know, in size, could, could be a, a pretty darn quick contributor. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. He's the fifth offensive line commitment, easily the most highly ranked. They lose Ben Brown. They lose Nick Broker. They could lose Jeremy James. So you can already tell that that's an emphasis. But when you look at the offensive line makeup this year and also next year and looking what they're bringing in, what else do they need to add up front 
Well, I, I just think we're going through a cycle like we just went through with wide receiver. Well, they brought in a bunch of wide receivers last year because you had, you lose Elijah Moore, you've lost some over the last couple of years. And it's just kind of one of those things where you want to make sure you have guys ready to go, you know, a, a after we lose more guys. And O-line's no different now. You lost Royce Newman, who in, is it going to end up being a starter? Well, then you look after this year, you're going to lose, you know, Ben Brown, um, you know, obviously Royce Newman. Um, I'm sorry, you're going to lose um, Nick Broker, and then you're going to, you potentially lose Jeremy James, either not maybe not this year, but maybe next year. So just one of those cycles where you have to, you need to be bringing in some guys. And I, I think you added O line and D line, you can never have too many. So so I, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't add another guy or two on both those. I mean, obviously we just added a transfer as well. So it's just one of those positions where it's good to have a whole slew of young guys come in together so they can kind of build build on each year, um, build as a group. You know, cause it, it does mean something to coming in in one class and kind of building off that class. So, yeah, I think we're going through that cycle with O-line where we ha we need to have some guys ready. We can't be caught, um, you know, with, 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 a, with a thin year. Through two recruiting cycles, is there any tendency that you've seen as far as the type of offensive line prospect that Lane Kiffin and staff target? Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like that. I mean, the, the guys they're bringing in now are very prototypical looking guys. I think Lane and staff gets that because Lane was in the NFL. Um, you know, Matt Lindsay, the GM, was kind of involved in the NFL. They're bringing in guys that, that really have that that ready to go body. Um, you know, you know, especially some of the um, some of the guys from this year. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think you're looking at some long, athletic guys. All these guys can can kind of fit the zone scheme. Um, in some sense, and then um, yeah, I mean they're, 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 they're these are some prototypical looking guys that we're bringing in, which is which is gonna gonna bode well for us. When you look at what they signed last year and this year, it looks like they're going for size for length. Guys that play tackle probably in high school, but they just see it like just like with Mike Bianco in baseball, I could take an infielder and put him in the center field if I need to. Well, if he's not a tackle, a player like a Bryson Hurst can move to guard if I need him to. Give me the body first and I can figure out the pieces later because all those positions in my scheme are more interchangeable than other schemes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and another thing is people always pigeonhole guys that, hey, he's got to be, you know, X amount to be a guard. Well, dude, you can be a taller guard now. And and, and honestly, at um, at times, man, when you're when you are a long arm tackle and you move down the guard, which I did this multiple times and started, if you're not going against like the elite defensive lineman, you actually present a, a lot of trouble for them with your punch and how long your arms are. Because the shorter interior guys aren't used to having a long tackle really punch them, and they're 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 not negating really long arms compared to most guards. So so there are tackles that can can kind of switch down and have success playing inside. I've seen it done multiple times. Unless you're going against Aaron Donalds, or Fletcher Cox, or some of them, I mean, you you will you will struggle with some leverage on those guys. But for the most part, you're going against your average D lineman. You know, a tall tackle can absolutely. I mean, you can tear them up because their their arms are so short compared to the end. So, yeah, it just it looks like they're taking the best lineman they can find, all tackles, and you know, trying to trying to just put them put them across the line and and um, you know try to get your best best athletes out there and and get a certain body type. So when we rolled out there, we're a big old line that that can protect the quarterback um, first and foremost, and then you know you know work on some good zone stuff in in the run game. Ole Miss landed Bryce and Hurst over Arkansas, Auburn, Florida, Florida State, and many others. He had a lot of offers, but you mentioned this as we wrap this up. Jordan Rhodes, the transfer from South Carolina, fills a need for them, a potential swing tackle that's eligible immediately. When you first heard the news, what did you think? And once you looked into it a little bit, what do you think about the addition of Jordan Rhodes? Yeah, obviously, I think I think when you look into it, it's one of those things where um, you know it looks like his time in South Carolina didn't go as he planned. He didn't all think he got to play as much. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where, Hey, let's take a chance on a, on an older guy that's got a little experience. So if we do have some issues at tackle this year, it's at least a guy that that's, that has been in college and kind of knows, knows what's going on. So I think they're just trying to protect themselves and hedge against one of the tackles getting hurt. 
um, which it, it looks like that this could be a kid that could be an option. And if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but he is eligible to play immediately. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it, it's a total play on like, Hey, you know, obviously the line coach probably looked at him. Let's let, let's develop him. Let's get him in our scheme. Maybe he fits our scheme better um, than, than what he fit at South Carolina. And he, he's a good addition. Man. I mean, it's one of those, it's one of those positions of need um, where you don't have to have it, but it is nice to know, Hey, I do have a my older, you know, older kid that's been in college in an SEC program that probably can step in and be serviceable. Ole Miss lands a commitment from four-star offensive lineman Bryson Hurst, the number 322 prospect in the country according to the industry-generated 247 Sports Composite, the number 30 offensive tackle, the number eight prospect in Mississippi. He's Bradley South, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight-year NFL vet. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yep. See you, Ben. Hotty toddy.